Howdy, folks, and welcome to the tailgate. For those of you just joining us, we're on a road trip across America to uncover the mysteries behind tall tales, fairy tales, folk tales, fish tales, and urban legends. One interview at a time. We inherited a truck from our late Granny Mae and discovered that the crystal hanging off a rear view mirror was more than just decorative. It's a dowsing pendulum, leading us to the good folks behind the tales we all grew up with. No, you know, it's been a gosh darn long time since we've aired any new episodes to the podcast, so we kind of wanted to keep you abreast. We accidentally stole a canopic jar belonging to the mummy of Pharaoh I, who awoke from his eternal slumber and placed a death curse on us. But that shit's old news because we shipped the jar back to the museum to complete the set and thus... That curse is as broke as our wallets. Yeah. Who would have guessed road tripping for weeks on end without income would completely deplete your bank account? Yeah, gas ain't cheap, man. And neither is beer. I know some beer. We, we could switch to Natty Daddies. I think I'd rather stay broke. Staying broke it is then. And on that stormy note of self-realization. I'm Harrison, the Florida man. And I'm Aaron, the cheesehead. And today we come to you from the Donna Anna Mountains, New Mexico. Just outside of Las Cruces. That's uh, Doña Anna. Huh? I think it's Doña Anna Mountains. Miss Anna? Yeah, do I ever. I miss you, Anna. First love. No, 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 no. no. Doña Anna means miss. Yeah, you know what? It's not important. What is important is why we're in the Doña Anna Mountains. Right over that hill yonder is New Mexico's most plausible cryptid, the legendary Terratorn. <laughs> oh, well, sightings of giant birds have been recorded since practically the dawn of the written word. The Terratorn has been reported in New Mexico as far back as the 1800s and as recently as 2007. The very same year that I graduated high school. Did you, did you graduate high school in 2007? I sure did. Alright, yeah, good. I know, I know my cousins. <laughs> <clears throat> According to an article on LasCruces.com, one of their longtime residents, Dave Zander, witnessed two of these giant prehistoric birds on July 19th, 2007 gliding along the Oregon Mountains right here in Doña Ana. The images which have haunted him till this very day. Oh, should we go say hi? To Dave? Well, to the Terratorn over there. Oh, oh yeah. All right, man, let's do it. Yeah. Oh, God. I'm wearing the wrong shoes for this. Should hike across. They really shouldn't have scarfed that gas station barbecue. Well, that's kind of your fault for washing it down with that jumbo-sized Pelon Perro Rico flavored icy. Yeah, what even was that? It's, it's an icy, the flavor of Pelon Perro Rico. Thanks. Super helpful. Wow, I finally made it to the top. <coughs> whoa, 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 whoa. It's all good, Terratorn. Uh, we come in peace, right? Uh, yeah, we're just here for an interview, don't you know? Um, hello back at you. Name's Harrison, the Florida man. Uh, Florida man. Uh, hello. Uh, 
hell, hello again. I thought we were past that now, but reckon second time's a charm. As I said, name's Harrison, the, uh, the Florida man. Hello! Uh, shoot, oh shoot, he means me. I'm Aaron the Cheesehead. Ever so pleased to meet you, Mr. Terratorn. So for those of you at home wondering just what in the heck a Terratorn is, what we got here is a giant bird, and I mean giant. This fella here is what the Bucky's is to a Circle K. That's a solid analogy. Well, thank you. Weighing roughly 120 pounds, I would guess, which is a freaking lot for a hollow-boned avis, and with a wingspan of... Oh, my gosh, what would you estimate, Flory Man? Whoa, now. It about flat me off the damn mountain. Uh, I reckon about 20, 20, oh, 20 feet at least. So while many cryptids seem only loosely based on pre-existing creatures, Terratorns, like the one here... I mean, they were straight up real. Hmm. The Terratorn, stemming from the term Wonderbird in Greek, was named by the American paleontologist and professor at the University of California, Lloyd Miller, after he and fellow paleontologist John C. Merriam discovered the fossils of this massive bird in La Brea, California. Yeah, isn't that the famous tar pits that entrapped hundreds of direwolves, smilodons, and mammoths? Same. And you heard him correctly, folks. Direwolves weren't made up for Game of Thrones. They were actually a very legit animal that thrived throughout prehistoric times. In fact, the La Brea Tar Pits houses the largest collection of direwolf skulls on direwolf. <laughs> the largest collection of direwolf skulls on the planet. Most of which met an unfortunate end drowning in them their pits of tar. Uh, but hey now, who are we here rattling off facts when we got the real territory right there? <laughs> point. Uh, let's hear it straight from the horse's mouth. <laughs> uh, uh, straight from the bird's beak. Anyway, take it away, Terry. Yeah, Terry. <laughs> Terry, hello. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, yeah, weird long past introductions now, Terry. Introductions now, Terry. <laughs> hello. Is he mocking me? I, I think he's just, oh, now what's the word? Inarticulate. Are you mocking me? <laughs> 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 okay, that's a little rude calling me a cracker, but uh sure. Right, okay. Well maybe in maybe do it Wisconsinite, but in Florida, being called a cracker ain't so derogatory. Florida crackers were nineteenth century cow folks. Got the name cause unlike vaqueros and western cowboys using lassos, crackers use dogs and whips. Interesting. <laughs> well, yeah, regardless, this fella here does indeed seem Less than articulate, so looks like we might as well be flying solo on this one, buddy. Hey, someone called Natalie Imbrugula. Cause it's Terra Torn. He's all out of faith. This is how he yeah, feels. Yeah, I bet this bird man here serves up a tasty flight of beer. <clears throat> I turned myself into a Neocene bird, Morty. A prehistoric! <clears throat> <laughs> that impression was terrible. But yeah, this guy ain't much help at nothing. Maybe he's just so old he done plumb lost his mind. Old? Yeah, we're talking Pleiocene old. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Real talk, I have no idea what the hell that means. Oh, the Pleiocene epic, which is it's an epic, E-P-O-C-H. Mm-hmm. An epic's a segment of time within a period, within an era. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're talking to somebody who majored in musical theory, buddy. I got you, man. So, the geological timeline has many divisions and subdivisions. Name a dinosaur. Any dinosaur. Uh, the frilled one. I think you mean Dilophosaurus, which didn't actually have a frill. Yeah, the one that spits poison. Well, 
ain't spit poison either, as far as we know. Them's all creative licenses taken by Michael Crichton and Steven Spielberg. So, working with your Dilophosaurus, though, ironically enough, is the only dinosaur from the Jurassic Park movie that actually existed in the Jurassic period. Hmm. So the Dilophosaurus existed around 193 million years ago in the, brace yourself, mm -hmm. Cinemurian age within the early epic of the Jurassic period during the Mesozoic era. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So going micro to macro would be age, epic, period, era. Gotcha. Exactly. Now, boy, Terry here <coughs> is a Teratornus which is believed to have ruled the skies between the early and late ages of the, the Pleistocene epoch during the Quaternary period within the Cenozoic era. During this period is the most modern ice age. Ooh, I love that movie. Uh, so this doofus, <coughs> inarticulate bird here, it flew around the same time as Scrat and Sid. Er, no? Yep, yep. Only thought to have gone extinct around 10,000 years ago. So to put things in perspective, the pyramids of Giza, they were built around 5,000 years ago. Uh, hmm. That said, early humans were certainly around during the times of these aerial terrors, and some folklorists even theorize the sightings of these massive birds are partly the inspiration behind the legendary Thunderbird. Wowzers. Well, so what is one doing way out here in the middle of New Mexico? Well, I mean, they're birds. Probably migratory. Well, of course, most birds are migratory, but most of them aren't giant and in the middle of the desert. Well, okay, well, actually, these Teratorns are the distant relatives of California condor, vultures, buzzards, and the like. They come equipped with mighty wide wingspan, meant to catch air currents to minimize wing flapping down to 1% for the sake of conserving energy. And you might be wondering about their diet. Carry on. Yeah, I think I will carry on. So, you see. No, no, no. Carry on. They're related to the condor and the vulture, so it stands to reason they are omnivores with... Taste for the predeceased. Work smarter, not harder. Right, Terry? Jeez, head, not smarter. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, goddammit, that's definitely not what I said, but okay, so I do want to clarify that there is some confusion on the internet between the identity and the genus of these Terratorns. A Tumblr post made the rounds claiming it was a leathery skinned pterosaur with a silent P, and in fact, this description better coincides with the Tombstone Dragon. Dragon? The uppers? There's a dragon? We're going to meet a real dragon? Oh, uh, I can't wait to meet one! Well, okay, okay, well, all right, well, not, while not a proper dragon, it's aerial reptilian cousins, the pterosaurs, were fearsome predators that ruled the skies alongside the dinosaurs, which is why pteratorns, being winged reptiles, is far less likely. Plus... As you articulated, unlike our guest here, Teratorns is the scientific name for an actual bird. Sup, bruh? Sup, bruh? Sup, bruh? Golly gee willikers, a second Teratorn. What's shaking, little dudes? Uh, not, not much, man. Wait, wait, wait. You guys can talk? <laughs> sure we can, bruh. Anyway, thanks for looking out for my little guy here. <coughs> Gotta bring little bro back home. Mama just ate a whole herd of bighorn sheep, so... Yeah, we better get back while the regurgitated supper is still Little Caesars. What, little Caesars? Yeah, you know. Hot and ready. Gross. Psst. Hey, Florida man. Yeah. Maybe we should interview this articulate Terratorn before he leaves. Oh, that sounds like a good idea to me. Uh, um, so, 
So, Mr. Uh, uh, shit, well, I don't even know your name. <laughs> we got some pictures here of alleged territories taken by folks claiming to have seen you, or, or maybe him, in the flesh. So, we're about to play a little game that we like to do here on the tailgate called Is This You? Check you later, my dudes, and thanks for watching my baby broski. Can't wait till he grows up like me and becomes totally articulate. Later, dudes. Wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. We need to know is this you? Ah, maybe next time, good buddy. Fuck. Well, well. <laughs> You ever experienced the supernatural giant birds and UFOs or the like? Obviously, I've been with you this whole road trip. I'm talking to the folks at home. Oh, of course, maybe I'd... Shoot us an email of your stories to thetailgatepodcast at gmail.com so we can read them right here live on the air. And follow us on Instagram at thetailgatepodcast for photos, cast info, updates, and more. And be sure to tune in again in two weeks for new episodes. And if you like what you hear, please don't forget to rate and subscribe to the Tailgate Podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. That's tale, T-A-L-E, as in fairy tale. That would be suck if people would be trying to look us up the whole time misspelling <laughs> that, because that is a very different podcast. See you later, tailgaters. Woo-woo. Oh, sup, little listeners. Thank you, dudes, for joining us on the latest episode of the Tailgate Podcast. Cherry, the inarticulate, is voiced by Aaron Cherry. Terry, the articulate, is voiced by Harrison Foreman. Aaron Cheeseheads, played by my bra, Aaron Sherry. You can check him out on his YouTube channel, So Can You, and on Instagram, at Aaron Unabridged. Harrison the Florida Man's played by Harrison Foreman. Theme songs performed by Matthew Jones. This episode's written and edited by Harrison Foreman. Saying that name a lot. Check you later, brah. <laughs>